Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Ockwell Jenner here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And today we have one of my favorite returning guests, Steve Bentley from Northern River Financial, who's been enlightening us for the past couple of months um, about his rebranding process. And I believe um, we're going to be touching on um, branded content marketing today. So good morning, Steve. How are you this morning? I'm really good, thank you. I'm so excited because every piece of um, this branding um, process that you've been going through, we've been going through with you and it's working out really well for you and also for me because I'm learning a lot. So I'm excited today that we're going to be talking about even a different, you know, a different topic. Um, Very quickly, I believe what we've been doing over the past um, few months with this since you've started being a regular guest. We've um, talked about some of the um, key drivers of video content marketing. Um, we've talked about the advantages of having a video as a marketing tool and key tips and tactics for video creation. Um, and I know we've, we've gone through every other part of the branding process, but if I'm right, I guess, did we talk a little bit about the video in our last podcast? Yeah, I think we're, what we're heading into is the whole concept of content marketing, and, and something we're doing is really getting more inter- involved in actually integrating uh, video into our content marketing. So that's what we spent the last podcast talking about. Today, I wanted to talk a little more specifically about content marketing for your brand. Okay, then. So um, can you enlighten us? I do know a little bit about content marketing, but some of our listeners might not. And I think they get a little bit confused, Steve. So what do you mean by content marketing? Well, I, I guess I'll start out by saying, I mean, I think every day we are uh, bombarded with all kinds of, of, you know, clutter through TV shows, radio. Um, you know, we're getting to the point where we're trying to block some of that content coming out. And so it's becoming harder and harder for small businesses to to use those kind of mediums for marketing. So I think what the concept of content marketing is, is really trying to use your social media platforms, your internet uh, access and your website to try and consistently create and distribute information. The concept there is information that is valuable and relevant to your target audience. And I think the whole point is to try use content marketing, the content being used to entice them to want to do business with you. Okay, so I'm all aboard with that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so valuable content, though, not just to throw away to entice people. I really dislike that when people you know, throw away content just to try and get us interested. And then we realize, you know, it's not valuable to us. So why are they sharing it with us? And that's not a mistake you're making. I know that you're offering some great content, Steve. Yeah, and I think that's the key piece is you really have to be careful and craft your content and make sure that you're providing value-added information to your target audience, to your 
potential customers, even to your customers. So the whole concept is you're tying your brand to that content. And when you're tying your brand to that content, you're tying you, you're tying your reputation. So people are going to have and develop an expectation. And so it's very important that you use information that that is very current and and very up-to-date. And the frequency is also important as well. So you're trying to boost your brand awareness. And so that consistency is a key ingredient. Um, And I think really looking at fresh content on a frequent basis, uh, but it's got to again be targeted to your audience and it's got to boost your brand. Um, but when they become familiar with it, you know what, um, they're going to start thinking about you, start thinking about your services or your product. Well, what you've been doing, I'm so grateful for this because the Small Business Community Network, as you know, offers uh, people such as yourself, um, influencers, to post to our website with the, you know, the content that you know, you think is valuable to people who come to our website. Um, You've been offering some awesome stuff, but as well as that, you've been offering different content for another target audience that we, we, the SBCN, tap into via the Hub, our newsletter. So you also have all your content, as I say, on the online platforms too. So you are really putting 100% into this, and I really admire you for it. Um, One question I'm asked, so you may be able to answer this, how much time in your work day or work week does it take you to be able to offer, well, I've just mentioned, you know, you've offered two different um, articles for for two of the SBCN's resources. You've got your own stuff to do. How much time does it take in reality, Steve? Well, I think there's one piece, and that's the time to write content. And I think one of the key things I use is I look at my day, and I look at the people that I engage with, and I look at what I'm being asked. And I remember an example that I shared at a networking function just the other night where I had a meeting with, 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 a, with a person I know in business, and he was having a challenge with a particular part of his business. So that inspired me to write one of the recent publications I put out, which is When Prospects Go Dark, about how when you get to the sales process and get through to a certain point, all of a sudden you're not hearing from that person, and you've got to figure that out. And essentially, it's coming down in that particular example to actually going back and, and, and trying to challenge them as to where have we fallen off the rails and really trying to use that to try and get back onto the track that did, way. Did that so, take you a long time? To, like You're very much like me. I, I write about things that happen on a daily basis or on my travels, and it pops into my head, and I just have to write it. So... You went home from a meeting and you decided there and then to to, to write this awesome content or did you say, well, it's in my calendar for tomorrow and it will take me 10 or 15 minutes? No, I have very specific time that I allocate. I always leave time after meetings to either cut, you know, take an opportunity. I mean, I'm traveling everywhere, as you know, with my iPad, so I'll just whip it out and actually just capture, you know, some thoughts and some concepts. And some people will do that in a book, but I tend to do that on, on you know, a vlog or actually doing it within my iPad itself. What so, would you say, but, a, a man busy, but, but someone as busy mm-hmm. as you, if, if people said to you, I don't have the time, Steve, I don't have, you know, <laughs> the benefit of the time, would you say to them, it's possible, please tell them well, it's possible? It is possible, because I had that very discussion with somebody yesterday, and I was just going to say, that to answer part of that one question, though, is you need to block time into your schedule to address the things such okay. as writing content. Uh, and you got to be religious with your time and make sure you're using the time for that. But I had a meeting with somebody the other day, and he was telling me how he's having a challenge in business because he can't do this and he can't do that and he can't do this. Yeah. And I turned to him and I said, what can you do? What can you do? In That's other words, really good turn a negative into a positive. Thank Think you. Think of it positively. Yeah. So it's, it, 
it just, again, intrigues me to think, well, there's another opportunity to write about something. The thing is this, I think, well, and we're dealing primarily with this podcast with small business people that could be one to 500 employees. And what we have to have to share with all of these people is you do have the time, you have to make the time. You didn't go into business to be an instant success, have more holidays within the first year and, and be noticed by everybody. You have to make the time to do this. And if they are doing the, I can't, I can't, I can't, my suggestion is I'm sorry if this sounds harsh, but you shouldn't be running a small business. Now, moving on to the most important thing, what way? What ways do you feel that your content marketing drives results for your business, or it'll help everybody? I guess if you've got an idea for us, it does. And I'm going to say the first thing is it takes time and it takes persistency, and that's the first thing because one of the things you can use your content marketing to do is to actually try and create an online presence or an identity in a community, certainly with your target audience, to become a trusted expert. In other words, providing information that educates them. It's not just about the sales pitch and trying mm-hmm. to sell them on a product or a concept. Mm-hmm. Because, and I use the example, you know, if you've got a plumber, for example, and he's consistently putting information onto his various social media sites, his internet, about how to fix a leaky tap or mm-hmm. how to insulate a pipe. And, and people are getting this information. And then what, the, what are they going to do? I mean, if they've got a problem, they're going to think, well, this person knows what he's talking yes. about. So I'm going to reach out to them. And that's the whole content marketing in a nutshell, is you're providing information to a very select audience that they know that if they have a question or have a need, they're going to go to you. That makes sense to me, Steve, because he's the person, his brand is being recognized, he's going to get all the clients. What happens, what would you do though, say you're that plumber? And you have been doing a lot on social media and become recognized, but you cannot service everybody. It could be somebody in another town. Would you feel that you can um, refer someone who may be a competitor? Because I love doing that because I help other people. Is that a good way to go? Yeah, I think the careful thing is, and what I say to people when they're thinking about doing that, is if you're going to refer somebody to somebody else, then you want to know that that person is going to treat them the way you would treat your customer. You've got to have a loyalty. You've got to have a trust with mm-hmm. that particular person because mm-hmm. one of the key things that can kill your brand mm-hmm. is if you make a referral to somebody who does not do a good job I for somebody. That, that is terrible. So the next thing that I think you do very well, you you, you, you build your identity as a trusted expert, which has boosted your brand awareness. And this encourages your customers to take action. But how, Steve, what do they do? Do they, they read your, your stuff on LinkedIn or some other social media platform or on the SBCN site? Do they phone you? Do they email? What do they do? What action do they take? I think one of the important things is to have different ways for people to reach you because everybody communicates in a different way. And, you know, and again, something I had a discussion with somebody yesterday is the concept of the telephone. You know, that's not the only tool. So, so Steve, um, shareable content brings people in the door. So we were just talking about how people contact you. Um, it's not just about the phone. You made that clear. Do people actually message you on the social media um you know, channels? Do they private message you and say, Steve, I want to know more or Steve, I want to meet you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think the the more content, it's taken time to build that, but I think the more content we're putting out there, we're actually seeing an increase in the number of people reaching out. And I think people like to sort of reach out initially in a discretionate way. So you'll probably see a text message or a message coming in on LinkedIn. And, you know, really, they're just looking, everybody always is looking for information. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the content 
the concept of content marketing is to satisfy that provision of information. So, yeah, we're seeing an increase in the contact. And keeping your website fresh, I always check on my websites, not just to keep them fresh. Obviously, I need to keep them fresh, but is my website working? Um, can people access my website? Is my, you know, what do you call it? Internet. Is my internet down? So when you keep your website fresh, on what kind of basis, regular basis, do you have to add your content daily, weekly, monthly? Well, specifically, we have a blog on the website, and we update that every two weeks with a new content, uh, new article. Um, but I think it's also, you know, people need to take a serious look at their websites and, and really look because people who are thinking about consuming or buying are going to be checking you out. So they're going to go to your website, they're going to go to your social media, and if things are out of date or things are not working, yeah. then you're going to set an impression that isn't really one that you want to set. It's a very unprofessional thing, and it really it distracts is. me. Yeah, it distracts me because from day one, when I had nothing, I had no credibility, um, I didn't have a brand, I was professional. I always offered a professional look and feel, and basically, I believe that's what's helped me because I didn't have what you got, Steve. You, you've got many, many years of credibility. You've probably been to university. You've you've probably worked in the corporate world. I had none of that. So it's very difficult for me. So the message that we're giving today is basically everything you do with your business, it's very important to keep it professional, keep it current, keep it fresh. Um, did we miss out any points, Steve? Because you've got so many. I'll try and get them all in. Did, did I miss anything out today? No, I think the last point you just talked about is, is again, people have to be cautious about their brand. So some of the things you just mentioned there affect people directly in terms of their brand. I mean, I think just in a nutshell, if I'm looking at content marketing, I want to drive results for people in small businesses to use it. I mean, we obviously say that it boosts brand awareness. You need to identify yourself as a trusted expert, and you need to encourage your target audience or potential customers to take action. In other words, mm-hmm. why should they reach out to you? Yeah. And one of the key things is there, you know, if you've got content and you're putting shareable content out there, well, then people are going to try and connect with you. And the last point of that is anything you are putting out of there, you need to make sure that it's current. I mean, I'll give you one quick example where I got an email from somebody for an invitation to some kind of function. And it was, it was a sales presentation. And I opened it up and it says, Dear First Name. In other words, they didn't even complete and didn't even review the content or the letter before they went out. And I said, that just just really sets a wrong impression right away. Or you even read the content. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, it's It's not as easy as we would like it to be to engage with people and to, to make sure we know as much as possible about our possible clients. Our, we should know our clients, our loyal clients, but... Um, I try my best to engage more people. I can't do it one-on-one online, but I do it through my content like you do. Now, you are the speaker, our guest speaker for the, the Small Business Community Network meeting, April the 20th, Kitchener City Hall, and I know you are going to inspire many people. If people want more information about that, they can go to our website, obviously. But are you now being asked to speak at more events, Steve, because of all the initiatives you've been working on in the past year you've been asked to share your your wisdom with more people well i think you know i look at it this way we've been through a uh, process over the last year where you know the group of us have really become enlightened and informed as we're going through that creation process for a brand and so 
that representation you made to the, the presentation I'm doing on the 20th of April for uh, the SBCN is, is a whole concept of that journey. And I'm going to be talking about rebranding your business and talking about how people really need to look strongly at their brand and how to really take some some time to, to look at how they can promote themselves, but also have a clear uh, concept and a very, very distinct message for their particular business. I guess another thing I'm doing as well, I'm going back on TV in mid-April. I'm going to be doing a session on uh, Rogers Daytime here mm-hmm. in Kishore-Waterloo. And it's really talking about planning your new financial life together, really looking at young people coming together into a relationship and looking at their financial life plan and starting it. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And I do believe you've got um, a corporate video coming out in April, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Actually, I hope to have it in time for mid-April, but uh, we're just going back on a second edit check this week, but uh, hopefully we'll have uh, that finalized within a week or two. Well, you said something very important today, Steve. Well, you've said a lot of important things, actually, but... You said you can. You can find the time to do these things. And if you haven't got the time to do them yourself, you will um, hire someone or get somebody to volunteer the time. There's always a way to get help to to get someone to help you. Like, I don't do my own accounting. I'm not good at accounting. I haven't got time to do accounting. So the next time we both see somebody who says, I can't, you're a very good example. I will send them to the podcast and say, well, if Steve can do it, why not chat with Steve or why not find out how Steve does it? Thank you for your time, Steve. All right, take care.